Hello and welcome back to the Wholesome Abbey space, either here on podcast or on the YouTube channel. Good to be with you again. Um, I thought today I'd do a little roundup slash reflection on our weaning journey that we've recently moved through. The last episode I did on this theme, I was still in the mix of that transition and that process. So the emotions were very uh, real and very much on the surface. And now I can enter this conversation and the sharing with a little bit more um, awareness as to what time has done in that process too. I wanted to touch on a few things uh, in this conversation. Number one being um, where we're at now, just a sharing as to what what life looks like now that we've weaned about a month now total we've mean he's been fully weaned for yeah about a month and also wanted to give any little kind of hints or tips or ideas surrounding um ways that might support you in your own weaning journey that you might not have known of and that's just through my own experience as always i am no expert but i am someone who has lived experience and I'm ready to share that with you. So to begin with, I'd like to share a little bit on where we're we're at. (laughs) So Jeremy, my husband, has been on the night settle, um, getting River to sleep, and also getting River back to sleep if he wakes once or twice uh, in the night. We have had a few nights where he has slept all the way through. And that is brand new for us. And I know that wouldn't have been possible if we didn't wean River from my boob. Um, I'm celebrating that for us because we've had a long 18 months of broken sleep. And it's just such a treat before our next baby is due in November. And we re-enter the sleep deprivation cave um, to have that now. Very, very grateful for the timing of this journey. And so we've had him sleep through a few times. Um, Mainly he wakes around 4am or 5am and then goes back to sleep until maybe 6.37. And that's become kind of the standard evenings. Obviously sometimes he wakes in the the middle of the night, uh, maybe teething, maybe hungry, um, could be for an array of reasons but on the whole we are mapping one or two wakes a night which is so beautiful since we've lived a very broken time (laughs) and Jeremy is doing his usual technique of um, speaking to River until he goes back to sleep and it doesn't take him long maybe a few minutes and he returns to a sleepy state I wanted to talk to those that are looking to pass the the baton on to their partner or support parent um, when it comes to taking on the responsibility of getting your child to sleep. For those of us that have been giving that to our child all this time, it's a big change for us and for them. And no matter what, your child is going to find it hard, find the change hard. 
I mean, I've heard some people that have just smoothly gone with it and their father or their um, partner or the second caregiver has stepped in and, and the child has just accepted it and it's been beautiful. Um, for us, there was a little bit of turbulence during that change. Um, River would cry out the first few nights for Mama and especially Booby because Booby had been taken away too. Um, and what I found during that process to be helpful for me and the person that's taking on that responsibility is to not only believe in my heart and my mind that this other person is entirely capable of that role and that responsibility, but to explicitly communicate that with them. So saying to your partner or the other caregiver, I've been taking on this role for a long time, I trust you to do it, and I know that you have everything in your capability to do it effectively, and they will adapt to you. It's just going to take a little bit of time and a little bit of patience. And the funny thing is, when I was supporting Jeremy and River in that tr transition, and myself, because I had to step back, that's a big thing to do, um, I remember trying to micromanage Jeremy and giving him all the details of like, and if that doesn't work, maybe you can try standing up and rocking him and singing this song and at this tempo and then making it a hum, you know, all those details that we have worked on as the primary caregiver to get them back to sleep or to sleep on the whole. And what I actually found out is that none of that worked for him because it was him. So he found his own groove. He found his own way of doing things outside of what I had prescribed, which is great. Uh, we had a laugh about it in the morning <laughs> that he just spoke to him and held him, stood with him a little bit, rocked him, put him down and just found a way of talking until he fell asleep. And that's been the way he's been doing it since. Um, before that point, to give you a bit more context, I was feeding River to sleep and most of the time standing and rocking or bouncing with him. That was the way he would drift off. And then once he was asleep on my boob, I would lie down with him and when the time was right, I would extract my nipple, continue to harm or sing and leave the room very quietly. Um, Jeremy's technique or method discovered by himself was to stand and have him like actually upright with his head toward his head on his shoulder and like kind of move with him and walk around with him and then when he got a bit calmer he'd place him down on his bed we're also floor bed um, users in the Montessori approach so we actually have a floor bed big enough for both Jeremy and River to lie on and Jeremy would place River to his side of the bed and continue just to talk um, about anything and everything, about the different animals that live in our area, um, all their names. And then Jeremy even shared with me that he just started talking, like he was talking to a friend, like sharing how he's feeling, what's going on, a bit of talking therapy to River as he drifted off. Um, and that was his way. And then that's been his way since then. And a little bit of positive news in that regard. I mean, I didn't know how long we should leave it until I get involved in the night settle 
again because we would like to be interchangeable. I don't think it's good just to be fixed again. Um, I would really like to be able to do the occasional night or um, putting to sleep uh, ritual with River. So last night, for the first time, and this is a month, so remember this is, we're a month into this no booby time, and Jeremy did the usual routine of reading him a book downstairs, he's fully dressed in his pyjamas, he's already announced that it's going to be bedtime soon, and we started to try and get River to say goodnight to me, instead of me having to dissolve. I'll talk a little bit more on that. Let's park that one there for a moment because I want to expand on that a little. But last night he came over to me and said, Mama, Mama, and he cuddled into my legs and I picked him up and he did a big cuddle around my neck and was saying my name. And I just said to Jeremy, maybe I should try and get him to sleep tonight. He's holding on to me and he knows it's usually you, but he's really fine right now. So I went upstairs with him. I put him to his side of the bed, told him he's going to have a big sleep. Um, he asked for his water bottle, which is another point I want to talk about, and had a little bit of water. I put my head on his chest, which he likes to do with me, and I sang and spoke into his chest until he fell asleep. And it only took maybe 15 minutes. So that was really nice to be able to do that again and to have hope that now we can interchange a little bit. It doesn't just have to be... Jeremy doing that. Um, so I want to pick up on the previous point of dissolving and ghosting your child essentially at night, which was really hard for me. Um, we found that during the transition with Jeremy taking on the night settling, that River would get so upset when I was out of the equation, like if he knew that he was being taken away from me or that moment of separation was like, really in his face and apparent, he was distraught and it would take Jeremy a lot longer time to soothe him before he would then even start the process of settling into sleep. So what we ended up doing, which I feel terrible about because it's not my way of communication at all, I'm very much more a clear and honest and upfront person, but I ghosted him for a little while in the evening so he, Jeremy and River would be having their book or their routine and when River wasn't looking toward the door in the main space, I would dissolve and disperse up the stairs, take my, myself off to the bathroom, do my own night routine again, which was nice, and go to bed. And, and the first few nights I would wear earplugs um, because of his calling out for me and his cries, they were a bit... Um, unsettling but as the nights progressed it went from like 10 minutes of crying for mama to a few minutes to then just saying my name and then Jeremy being able to say mama's gone to sleep or you'll see mama in the morning um, so maybe that's something that you need to think about as well if you're considering this weaning journey and the nighttime settle is to gently remove yourself from the environment um, without causing too much of a scene and letting the other caregiver take up that space and take up that residence without your energy or presence interfering in that development of that bond and that time. So I want to talk about the bottle as well. 
So River has a BB box bottle with the two handles and the little sucky straw. And since weaning him, he's got much more of an affinity with his bottle. And we found that having his bottle in the bedroom, and this one in particular is glow in the dark, so you can see the top of it even in the darkest of rooms, which is great. Um, so we found that at night when we go into the room with him, he asks for his bottle, and I think it's that oral fixation. It's that instead of it's a nipple, now it's like a little sucky straw, and he has a suck, and he gets that feeling, and then it just calms him down a little. And then sometimes in the middle of the night or in that early morning wake, he asks bottle um, instead of booby. So then we pass him his bottle, he has a drink and goes back to sleep with a little bit of support from either Jeremy speaking or him being physically on Jeremy's body. So there's just a few other things to note um, from our own journey, if that feels resonant for you. Another thing is that um, I have, not hidden, but I've tried not to have my boobs out in front of River at all for this whole month. That is just to help him have that separation from booby. And then a few nights ago in the bath, I decided I'm going to jump in the bath with you this evening. He normally has a solo bath and I'm in the bathroom as he's there um, cleaning or doing something in the bathroom for myself and I got in with him and I had no clothes on obviously in the bath and he was like booby nipple like he found it funny again but then he wanted to kiss my booby and I was saying oh no booby's done booby's finished and I know that if he if he wanted to kiss it he probably would have tried to suck it and that would have caused a little bit more um just more tension or sadness around the lack of it, maybe. So I just said, oh, boobies, boobies all done. You can do a big cuddle. Um, so yeah, those are just a few things that you might want to stay with um, as you enter this journey, if you are exploring it yourself. But we are in the other side. Right? We're on the other side of this journey, sorry. And it does feel really good to have gone through it. It's really hard when you're in the mix of it. Like, I'm still grieving. <laughs> um, the, the close of this chapter with River. It's, it's such a beautiful thing to be able to do with your child. So if you're not ready and it feels too hard on your heart, it's not now. But you will get the day. You'll, you'll get the message on the day when it's time, you'll know. And maybe you've already started to reduce the amount of feeds you're doing in the day, or maybe you've already night weaned and you're just starting to reduce the day weans. But you will know when it's time. Um, so go gently on yourself, on them. This is a huge, huge shift, a huge change that requires a lot of self-compassion and compassion for them. So thinking of you on this journey, if you're embarking on it yourself and would love to hear your views or comments, feel free to message me directly. Take care. <laughs>